Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today, we're going to talk with comedian Nicole Blaine, whose current special is called Life is a Bit, which is based on her being a mom. She's so funny. I'm so excited to have her on Um, because I feel like we just all in the world need a pep up right now. Like we need to laugh. Laughter is a great medicine. (laughs) I think we all need a (laughs) strong prescription of laughter right now. Do you ever laugh and a little pee comes out? Um, I sneeze <laughs> and a little pee comes out, but I wouldn't put it past my body if I start laughing and pee comes out. But, you know, I haven't had a big belly laugh in a while. So maybe today I'll get that I, and I'll pee. Gosh, when is the last time you really laughed? Wait, I feel like I did the other day. I laugh at my kids a lot. Emmy's pretty freaking funny. Oh, yeah. Bella's really funny, too. I know what it was that I actually like laughed out loud at was that video I sent you about the the oh, my God, that TikTok. But I can't so say funny. I can't say the word on here because it's naughty. It's a naughty word. It is a naughty but word. Are you on TikTok? No, <laughs> I am, but I'm not. I have a TikTok okay. account, but I am not. OK, I'm not on it either. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bella, like she cracks me up. So, uh, I know you know this, but we started a YouTube and I've been doing a bunch of videos with Bella and I don't understand her. Like, okay. So I know I did singing videos and stuff with her on Instagram, but she watches YouTube. Like she loves it. And we were doing a video the other day making slime and she almost fell out of her chair. And then she apologizes to the camera and she's like, sorry guys. I almost fell out of my chair. <laughs> and I, I mean, it was so, it was so funny to watch back and so funny in the moment, but I'm also like, who does she think these guys are? Like, does she, like how, how does her brain working? Does she think that the guys are like in the camera? Does she think that like, does she understand that she's recording something to put on social media that people are going to watch? And those are the guys, <laughs> like we are the guys watching it. I don't know. It was so funny, though. Like the things that she says because she sees people on YouTube say them. I'm like, oh, my God, you're like a teenager. It's so funny. It's so weird. <laughs> don't don't you wish you had the answers to those questions, though, that you could actually figure those things out about? Yes, toddlers? because they they do the funniest things and they're so intelligent. But you're like, where did that come from? Or what are you like? What's what are you really thinking in there? But oh, you my gosh. Never get those answers. Oh, and this morning she goes. We're sitting on the couch and she looks over at Evan and she goes, and she, there was even, we weren't even talking to him, but she looks over and she goes, just do it, Evan. (laughs) (laughs) And he he goes, excuse me, what? And I started laughing because I couldn't help it, but it was so funny. And he goes, I couldn't like, I wanted to laugh so bad, but like, I couldn't laugh because like, she can't talk to me like that. But it was so funny. Just do it, Evan. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. The but sass. Yeah. The sass that toddlers get. The sass. But yes, kids, I feel like, are really funny. Also, Supermarket Sweep is really funny. <laughs> I used to love that show. I'll have to... Is it back on? Yeah, it's on Netflix like and like maybe Amazon Prime or something. Some but other one. But it's like one. new. It's like a revamp, right? No, it's the old episodes. I mean, oh, there might be is? new episodes. But they're... I mean, these 
people we were watching were like from the 80s. There are these two moms that I was dying. This lady's like, he goes, how are you guys friends? And she goes, well, we're friends because I mean, our kids are friends and we like to take notes on like what they're doing and like pass our notes back and forth. And I was like, what? And I also really laughed at that because I was like, what? They're not friends. And what are these notes they're talking about? Like they must have watched that. And they were like, we look so stupid. (laughs) It was what people, how people used to communicate about their kids before there was texting. We just make notes. Oh my gosh. We like to pass notes back and forth. That's why we're friends. I was like, you guys are not friends. That's so weird. (sighs) But um, do you know what I think is like super... I like my favorite type of comedy is more like, which is probably kind of sad, but it's like self-deprecating humor. Oh, 100%. You know, where like you take the sad things in life and you make them funny. Yeah. And I have a story or not really a story because it's not really happening to me, but it's something I found out recently that I'm just like, holy crap, this is a thing. So everybody knows that you can get like hemorrhoids during your pregnancy, right? Oh, I had them so bad. Yes. They're horrible. And... um. I also know that you could get like little varicose veins on your legs or um, your thighs. Like I have oh, a I have tiny a, little. I have little bitty varicose veins so bad. Yeah. I have a tiny little one from birth that just like he's kind of down there. Like on your leg um, or on your vagina? No, on my leg. It's oh. like my inner thigh. But it's just oh, like a, okay. it just like sprouts out for like literally like a quarter of an inch. It's just a little. He just like pokes out. A little like I can like push on him. He's like a little jiggly. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the little veins just oh like boop, 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 boop. Oh my God. Like a little <laughs> snake. But anyways, this pregnancy, I've been having a ton of pressure down in my <sighs> vagina. I guess like my, I call it my lady bits, you know, like I've been having tons and tons of pressure and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it feels too early to be having this. And then I talked about it on my Instagram and I got a few messages from women and they were like, oh yeah, I had that too. And my doctor diagnosed me with vulvar varicose veins. And I was like, what in the F is that? So I Googled it and it it looks like a nightmare. And I'm so sad because I found out that one in 10 women, one in 10, they're pregnant. One in 10 women when they're pregnant get some Obviously, these are like worst case scenarios, right? On Google, but can get varicose veins on their vulva, on their vulva. Oh my gosh. It's like, it's like, oh my, I know. I was like in shock at some of these photos, feeling so bad for these women. And I was like, I don't, oh, but anyways, so I was like, what is the solution for this? Right. What is the solution? So you can buy which I did, but mine's too small. I have to return it and get a bigger one. That's like compression for your vagina. It's like a Stop. compression panty. What? That looks like a jock strap. What? <laughs> that put that counteracts the pressure pushing down. I mean, that totally you know, makes it, sense. It, Is that going to be like the most uncomfortable thing you've ever worn in your life? Probably. I don't know. Well, because I couldn't even get it over my thighs, to be honest, because I got too small of a size. <laughs> I couldn't even get it up. Listen, that's how I feel in life about everything I put on my body. I was like, I'm like sort of a petite person. I'm like, who is this for? This is so small. Weird. So (laughs) that didn't make me feel very good about myself either. And then I was mad that I couldn't wear it. But now I'm getting a new one that's coming. But I'm just like, it is so sad when it comes to the point in life where 
women, we all, we just end up like back in, I feel like what feels like diapers. Yeah. I, it's sad. It really is sad. I have to, I'm ordering a jock strap for my vagina so I don't get these varicose veins. Do you ever find when like, first off, I Googled it and yes, that looks pretty horrifying. The bad cases look horrifying and I feel so bad because like, uh, ouch. Um, but do you ever find like when you find something like really gross that you have to show Tanner and then he's like, why would you show me that? That was so mean oh, well- of you to show me. I have to share it with somebody. That's what I say. The other day we were like, I'm sorry, I was eating sushi. Sorry, Jada, no, you can't eat sushi. But they had like not cut the sushi (laughs) properly. And there was like a tendon still Uh, on the sushi. So I I was chewing it and I was like, I can't like this is so chewy. And I pulled it out and it was like a big piece of a tendon. And I did that twice. And then I sent the sushi back to be remade. But I was like, Evan, look at this. It's so gross. And he's like, then he had to, st- he was like, I can't even eat now. Like that was so disgusting. And he's like, why do you always feel the need to show me the disgusting things? I'm like, because I have, like, I don't want to be dealing with it on my own. I like, I feel like that's part of life is yeah. like sharing the gross things in life. Like if you can't be grossed out with somebody. Yeah. You got to be like, grossed out with somebody. Yeah. I think it's fair. I think you need to share <laughs> in the pain and in the pleasure. Really. <laughs> Absolutely. Although I did spare Tanner and not send him the pictures just because like, I don't want him to like think that that's what's going on with my vagina. Right yeah. Now, so he would be I, really, like, he would probably be like, I need to look at your vagina, Jade, to like make sure that's not going on. I decided to look at mine. I had to like <gasps> the other, the other morning. I, <laughs> poor Emmy. I was like, Emmy, we're going to sit down in the mirror and look at, look at mommy's vagina right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good for you. That's, that's like, teaching. Because I just needed to know. I need, and nothing like, thankfully nothing looks like that down there right now, but I just been having so much pressure. I was like, I haven't looked. Maybe that's what it looks like. Has Emmy ever seen you put a tampon in? No. Cause okay. I've only, I haven't had very many periods since yeah, she's been in my true. life. That's <laughs> sad. I mean, it's actually great. Cause periods friggin' suck. Um, <laughs> No, no, that's like the one thing I miss about pregnancy, no periods. But Bella, like, I kind of try to hide it when I'm doing it because she, you know, kids obviously want to come to the bathroom with you. But I kind of try to hide it because I don't want her sticking stuff up there. But Mm -hmm. like, sometimes she's in there and I just like turn around really fast and do it. And, you know, she's seen like the string hanging out and been like, Mommy, what's that? And I'm like, it's it's mommy things. Like, I don't want to, I can't explain. Like, at some point you bleed and you put a cotton swab all up there you know she wouldn't understand that yeah but yeah. I'm like hmm. I'm, I don't know I, f- I feel like some of those things are just normal that kids kind of need to be exposed to in little bits you know yeah. I, rem- I love that I you're an- showing uh, her that you can look at your vagina in a mirror because to me I would never have grown up that would have been so taboo yeah well she doesn't even like she she's pretty comfortable with knowing like she has a vulva she has a vagina and Brooks has a penis and like it's not like weird you know so yeah. I don't know I just I was just like, she was with me and I was Googling this stuff and I was like, you know, we're just going to look. <laughs> I I mean, the only reason I've ever looked at my vagina is because basically you told me it was okay to look at my vagina. It is. <laughs> oh, it reminds me of that it's like, um, goop documentary. I now I, oh, yeah. I that that was like so intense though. But well, it doesn't have to be like that, you know. But it's just like another body part, so right. you should know all your body parts, yeah. right? So yeah, no, you should. Yeah. It, Bella now, she's like so into like the penis, and so 
you know, she's obviously seen Charlie's and in the bathtub keeps trying to touch it. And I'm like, you can, you can touch it once and then no more. And then now she keeps going up to Evan and like trying to grab his penis. And, uh, she'll, I mean, she goes up to like everybody and is like, you have a penis. I'm like, Oh no. <laughs> and she screams pee pee poo poo all the time now. Like we're sitting on our, our deck and she'll like, someone walks by, she'll be like, pee pee poo poo. I'm like, no, don't scream. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, I remember my, my cousin used to scream caca and that was like a bad word, That's you so know, funny. or something. Yeah. I don't even know if people say that word anymore. I don't think they but, do. No, but he used to say, he used to call it caca and he would scream caca in public. And like my mother would be horrified. Oh yeah. It is horrifying when your kid says that. You're like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My kid's saying pee pee poo poo. They don't listen to me. (laughs) Oh man. Kids say the darndest things. (laughs) They keep you on your toes. They really do. Okay. Well, speaking of kids saying the darndest things, I'm so excited to talk with uh, comedian Nicole Blaine today because her special called Life is a Bit is so funny. She has it so is like kids say the darndest things, but also husbands and wives say the darndest things. But it's so funny. She had me rolling when I was watching it. Yeah, I'm super excited to hear just where her inspiration comes from for her comedy because it's so real life. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, it's such it's literally motherhood in a nutshell from the humor side. So, oh, yeah. Uh, Let's take a quick break and then we'll get Nicole from our virtual green room. We're so excited to have you on. You, I mean, you had us rolling watching Life is a Bit. Oh, thank you. Thank you. My my children don't think anything is really funny because I was showing them only the parts that were clean that they were in, which which out of the entire special was maybe like they got to watch then seven minutes. But they kept thinking that all they were seeing was a bunch of premises. They were like, you don't have any punchlines. I was like, right. I know. Oh, my gosh. No way. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Only because like that's all I could show them was the setups for everything. One question I was going to ask you is, are those your actual kids in the videos? Well, what would be the better answer? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, please say they're your kids. (laughs) Say they're your kids. (laughs) I mean, the only reason I made them was so that they could work for me. So, yes, those are absolutely my children. Yeah. Well, they're great. (laughs) And I believed it. (laughs) I know they look nothing like me, which was what I was going for when I made them in the first place. So that also worked out really (laughs) well. Um, It's why I slept. Everyone wants kids that look totally different. Yeah. Well, no, literally, I I made (laughs) babies with my husband just so that I could have little duplicate minis of him. Um, And then I make all of them work for me. Right. So I made my husband direct it and edit it. And then I made Make my children say the lines that ultimately inspired the jokes from the beginning so that I could, you know, really bring it full circle into like complete child abuse. I think I think that would be what it would be called. <laughs> That's OK. I make my oh, daughter my like, husband's- sing with me. So and she hates she hates it. I just give her chocolate. I'm like, do this and you'll get chocolate. And she's like, oh, I don't want to do it. I'm like, do it. You'll get two chocolates. OK, mommy. <laughs> 
Oh, it works. <laughs> the joke about my daughter when she asks me, mommy, what is sex? Which is, you know, 100% true because every kid finally does ask their parent that. Um, but I had to then when we were filming it, which was ultimately two years after she had first asked that. Um, and now we have a whole film crew in her bedroom shooting her asking mommy, what is sex? But she's like a little <laughs> bit older. She was like, legitimately, it dawned on her at that moment. And she looked at me and she was like, how much am I going to get for saying this? And I was like, what? And she yeah. negotiated oh, no. on the spot. What is the like, reward? Yeah. And I ended up having to pay her 30 bucks to say that for like a <gasps> solid hour. Like you get to go to college, kid. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's like you live you have here. a roof over your head. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that was so funny to me. Um, at the end, when you say or like a thousand times to explain all the different types of people and what they like and if they're a male or a female and how that works. Oh, my gosh. I was dying. Thank you. That was actually or. a really hard joke to write because conceptually, I kept feeling like I knew what I wanted to do go with it because in real life as I was trying to explain sex to her I was yeah. completely oversharing and and I could just see her like going I just was it was such a, such a simple question it was like how's a baby made and all of a sudden I was now talking to her about homosexuals having sex and and women and how you identify as gender and all the like kip like right tip ways to make sure that she's completely sees everything as normal and she was you know I mean she lost all the color in her face and wanted to throw up so I was like, oh, this is this is motherhood. I get it. <laughs> but it's so true, like with the times, because, you know, if you had this question in the 50s, it would have been a way different. I mean, yeah. a, a way different answer and a way different way to talk to your kids. But now it's like you give the answer, like you said, that you're you start with the way you think your mom did it. And then mm -hmm. you're like, wait, no, that isn't right anymore. It's it's not only different. It's so different in every way that like how do you even like there's just this never-ending trail of the rabbit hole you could go down but like where does it even end now right I and and, and I feel like all I'm doing is con I'm screwing it up for someone somehow some way right and it's funny well that's life that's life <laughs> exactly so a really close friend of mine has a daughter that's the same, almost the same age as my daughter. And her daughter is dealing with, you know, being 12 years old and knowing since she was little that she was a, a girl who likes girls, right? And mm -hmm. I was, unfortunately, my kids are straight. Like that wasn't what I was hoping for. We all want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, well, I'm stuck with like straight, normal, like, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed, it's gross. Um, <laughs> not what I hope for. However, it was interesting because I feel like even when they were really, really little, I would read them bedtime stories and I would change some of the words, just genders. Like there's, do you guys remember the book? It's uh, Otto wants a, gets a fish and there's a guy who keeps feeding the fish and then the fish grows bigger and bigger and bigger and it can't fit in the bowl and then it can't fit in the bathtub and then they have to put it in a pool. Do you know this book? I don't know that book, yeah. but now I want to read it. <laughs> well, I'll have to I'll have to email you guys the the name of this book. Yeah. But in this book, they keep sending in different reinforcement to help with the fish, right? So they send out and in the book it's written like let's call the policeman, let's call the fireman, let's call and I remember going, I don't even want my babies to think that a police officer is always a man. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Right? so as I'm, I kept editing all of these books as I was reading them, I say, oh, police officer, you know, 
whatever it was. And I would try to do it with gender too. And when I remember, even when they were itty, 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 bitty, and we were talking about couples and I'd always say, well, you know, we have our friends that are, you know, two girls that have babies and we have our friends that have, you know, two boys and have babies. So I tried to make it as normal as possible. So I've got the neighbor across the street who has this 12-year-old daughter who's having a really hard time you know, coming out as a middle schooler and not wanting to come out yet, clearly, you know, she's totally overwhelmed by it. And the parents have said to me, you know, your daughter is one of the only kids that has not made her feel weird. And I'm a I'm a horrible parent 99% of the time. However, <laughs> I'm going to take credit for that one where I'm like, yeah, because I tried to make her world, my kid's world completely normal to every different type of gender yeah. and and all that stuff. So it's interesting. Like I feel really passionate specifically about that bit because I worked so hard trying to make it so that they look at the world and they're like, what? There was a prop eight? Like people had to argue over that? What? Um, yeah, so that's it. totally. We were just talking about how normalizing, like looking at your vagina is like to kids, mm. like, or putting a tampon in, like your kids do need to be exposed to things that I think yeah. maybe, you know, a long time ago, like you don't actually like that was so taboo to be like, Oh, look at your vagina, you know? And now it's like, yeah, you should look at your vagina. So you couldn't even uh, say the word vagina. You know what oh, I mean? No, like our parents are like, you're, you're your private parts or your, you know, your right. naughty parts. Your like, hoo-ha. You know, it's, it's a vulva. It's a vagina. You know, right. <laughs> like, I hate that. Like, let's, let's call it what it is, right? Like, I tell my kids, like, show me your pussy all the time. No, I do not. That's <laughs> <laughs> definitely not what I say. They're like, uh, my cat? <laughs> so going back, what made you get into comedy in the first place? Have you always just been funny? Mm. Have you looked at life through, like, Mm-mm. funny glasses? Mm-mm. No, have you guys? Uh, no, no, I've, I'm kind of funny now, but I've only been funny like the last probably five years. I think Got it's it. when I stopped caring yeah. about what people thought. Right. That that will help. That will definitely help. I don't know. I don't even think <laughs> I wasn't a funny kid. Um, I wasn't. I I my family will still tell you it hasn't happened yet. Um, so I'm working on it. But I don't. <laughs> I, in all honesty, I didn't when when I ran into someone at my ten year high school reunion and they were like, Wait, 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 you're doing comedy now? That was when I realized I was like, no one's ever thought of me ever, let alone as a funny person. Um, so I wasn't really a class clown. I think it was just all in my head. And then I met the love of my life in high school and I had this giant crush on him and then trapped him oh into gosh. marrying me. Mm-hmm. And I have been with my husband since I was 18 years old. I feel like I completely oh got him on the long game. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. And he was the funny one. And it wasn't until mm. I was probably, we were, yeah, we were together for like maybe a year or so at that point. And he was an actor. And he was like, will you read these lines with me? I just need someone so that I can practice for an audition. And I was like, okay. And I'd been doing theater since I was little. We met in theater, but I was, you know, third from the left or like the stage manager. And he was always the lead. So he said, will you read this? And, and I read it with him. He was like, yeah, that's it. That's all I could do was manage people. Um, And he was like, you're really (laughs) funny. You should, you should pursue this. And I didn't believe him, but he's always, I feel like he's the one who was like, if you love it, like you can get good at it and I will help you and I will do whatever we need to do to, if, to make it happen. And so for me, it feels like a lot of work to be funny. It's hard. 
it doesn't come naturally at all. Like I, there are certain people who are comedic geniuses and I can't imagine being that smart and funny at the same time. So it's, to me, it's still really a big challenge. So when you write your jokes for like your mom, I'll call it the mom special. Do mm-hmm. you think back, do you, in the moment that something funny is happening, do you then take that moment and go like, write it down? Or is it like, oh my gosh, I remember this thing that happened five years ago. That was so funny. I'm just get, That's like the joke now. Like, how does that even happen then? Oh, that's a good question. So I would say for the majority of my jokes, I feel like something happens in the moment. And I think I have to log that. That was interesting. And so mm-hmm. I'm always worried I'm not going to remember it. So I actually do have like a running notes on my um, phone or I'll even text myself something and put it in the notes later. Or I feel like I'll try to memorize some version of it in my head. And then I I say it to friends. Like it's one of those things like when we were out seeing friends, I when we out. were working, when I would do it during my day job. Yeah. Like anytime I saw a human, I would tell them a casual story and see if the storytelling aspect of it and casual conversation could lead mm. to a laugh. So I feel like a lot of times, even when we would hang out with friends, my husband would look at me and be like, are you working on a bit? And I was like, is it working? I don't know. Should it oh my be God. a bit? <laughs> Tell me. That's yeah. so funny. <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't know. I was putting my son to bed. So like the current joke I'm working on, like was him, I was putting him to bed and he said something and it made me realize, oh, this is, this is, this is funny. Maybe I can work it into a bit. So now I'm trying to figure out if it's funny, but I can't really tell mm-hmm. over Zoom comedy shows. So now I don't know what's funny or not. But are the like how true are the bits from your show? Mm-hmm. Are they all true or did you make them? up? <laughs> that is such a good question. Uh, the the real answer is they all come <laughs> from some of them are very, very, very true, like 100% true. And others are hyperboles of a truthful moment, right? So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my daughter really, you know, the very opening of the special, um, I talk about how my daughter can't wipe herself and she keeps pooping, you know, she's like, oh. so her saying <laughs> that the poop in her pants isn't hers, you know, I'm like, you need to learn how to wipe better. And she's like, mm-hmm, you know. <laughs> Some, it's somebody else's poop that she she really did say that um she didn't <laughs> she really did. then I knew I was like it's fucking gold um thank you so much <laughs> for not knowing how to wipe I'm gonna use this but then I have to figure out structurally what's the best way to get there mm. as fast as possible and find a setup for that sort of punch you know um Right. I don't I don't make anything up that is out of the clear blue. So um, date rape joke is real. I really was raped by a guy who had an incredibly small penis, um, which I find hilarious now. (laughs) So, yeah, it's all based in reality. Do you pull from like your friends' experiences or any of their stories? Do you like be like, hey, can I use that? (laughs) Funny you should ask that. I feel like um, my dad is the perfect person who's always like, you know, let me tell you something and you can use it for your skits. And I always like to tell my dad. Oh my gosh, I love your dad. (laughs) My dad. My dad. I'm always like, dad, first of all, we're not doing skits around campfires. I don't know what you think professional. But uh, I was always like, if you have a really good story, you should do stand up. No, 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 no. Uh, No, I don't take anyone else's stories. Uh, There's one joke. Okay. 
separate from that, there's this one joke that I say in there. It's really, really quick, um, but it's about Veterans Day. And that joke that I say my kid makes a joke about veterans and like something about she compares it to vet, like veterinarians and like that we're honoring all the, instead of on Veterans Day, we're honoring all the people who have died. She's like, oh yeah, we're honoring all the animals that died. Um, that is one of the only ones I stole from my daughter's friend. And I asked permission from the little girl and the parents. I was like, do you mind if I steal that and just say it's my kid? And they're like, no, go for it. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. I mean, you really do have like, we were, we were talking before you got on here about the last time we really like belly laughed and it, it usually Mm -hmm. is our kids because kids are so funny and then you Mm -hmm. watch your special and then we're rolling because it's so true and so accurate like those moments that we have that we laugh about our kids I mean some of them are similar we haven't gone through all the things you've gone through but lots of them are like oh my god yes that's exactly right and so you have us like doubly laughing because we're like oh my god i remember when our my kid did that too and it's just it's just How old are so yours? funny well our kids Jade's are young, pregnant again so. <laughs> but we have yes. toddlers and then babies <laughs> toddlers are funny yeah. though yeah yeah that must be really hard during a quarantine how are you how are you keeping them alive i don't know oh our, god sometimes i worry when they snacks. take long naps <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when when my kid yeah. how are we stayed snacks. alive that is the question snacks is always said snacks is the key yeah snacks yeah. is mostly the key when i had like, ipads ipads we're, we're all living off of the ipads when my daughter <laughs> was not sleeping but was old enough to play imaginary games i remember trying i was so exhausted the big game that i was always trying to convince her to play was pretend mommy is sleeping beauty and is asleep in her grave and you need to come decorate it so that i can close my eyes while you <laughs> just slowly dress me with like toys on top of my tummy so i can pretend to look like I'm participating. Genius. Yeah. My daughter loves to like, she's always like, mommy, lay down, close your eyes. And she'll put like a blanket on me and give me a pillow and stuff. I'm like, this isn't a good game for you because at some point I'm not going to wake up. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, what are you going to do? (laughs) Yes. Gosh, it's trying to explain to kids why they can't go Mm. anywhere is also just so hard. Oh gosh. How do you do it with with that age? How are you guys dealing with that? You know, I've explained it. They just don't, you know, I mean, they're, gosh, two and a half. Jade's daughter's almost three. So you can explain as much as you can explain. Hey, people are sick. You have to wear masks or, you know, you don't go out. But we have, I haven't taken her to a store and been like, wear a mask. Cause I just don't want to do that. Right. I don't even be involved in the process of her trying to take it off and then being, being like, no, you have to keep it on and dealing yeah, with that. It's horrible. Yeah. So, that's what I've done too. I haven't yeah. taken her anywhere where she's had to wear a mask. My youngest, he's almost a year. He hates oh. when I wear a mask, he will rip it off in public. Like he, he just like, he does, does not like people with masks on. He, he, when we went to the pediatrician, he was staring at her strangely because she had goggles mm-hmm. and a mask on. He was just like, who is this yeah. person? You know, it's very weird, I think, for them in that fact. But, and that, that my daughter wants, my daughter's super affectionate and super social and she wants to be everybody's best friend. So if, We've been going to the beach probably once a week, but you have to socially distance, right? And my daughter wants to go over in the water next to some little girl and make sandcastles with her. So it's like so hard to be like, nope, sorry, you can't have your natural like 
you know, like what you can't make friends. Like it's terrible. It's terrible. And so that's the hard part for me. Well, and I don't, yeah. I, if it was short term, we wouldn't worry so much about it. Right. But like now it's getting to a point where right. it's getting so long term and you wonder these little kids with their little brain synapses and how they're adjusting to mm-hmm. socializing. I mean, I don't know where my husband and I were talking, you know, who it, we can all just sit here and wonder, like, who is this the worst for? What age range of kids are taking, you know, are the most in, first of all, they all are like your two-year-old doesn't get it and is probably incredibly frustrated. Like I can't even imagine, but right. what's weird is just, I've got, so now my son is nine and my daughter's 12 and the 12 year old age is really interesting because they aren't in, in the high school world. They probably are used to being social with their girlfriends or boyfriends, right? And so they've made all those connections and are used to getting together or keeping in touch via, you know, whatever calling and chatting and mm-hmm. whatever they do, whatever the kids know what right. they're doing. And the littlest ones, like my son, like I'm still in charge of his quote unquote play dates. So I can say, Hey, right. Today you're going to go and we're going to do a zoom party with blah, blah, blah. And I'm in charge, but 12 year old, she hasn't yet gotten confident with making plans with her friends and I'm not allowed to help. So it's an incredibly insecure, isolating time for that space. Mm. And at one point, like I, I just realized like we're working full time, which means like you said, we're putting them on computers. I'm ignoring her. She's sitting in her bed yeah. days on end because I'm working and uh, you know, it's just so sad. And all of a sudden I turned and I looked at her and she looked depressed and I was like, I never thought that this kid mm. was ever going to be sad, you know? Um, yeah. but I can't help her because she's like, mom, you're not allowed to make plans for me. You're lame. And it's, so it's, it's complicated. <laughs> you're lame. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very lame. <laughs> yeah. And then if you think about like now, like school, like <sighs> what the heck, like everything, oh, every option sucks. <laughs> yeah. no, it's, <laughs> Like, it's just crazy. Like, I know. Well, what, what are they doing? Dirt- so what's, what's the Midwest like? Uh, so the schools in Nashville are not opening for the fall, but my husband has um, two kids that are one is 15, one is 12, and they go to a private school and the private school is opening. So it's kind of like, do we even want to send them back to this private school? I, I don't know. It's, it's like we've talked about it a lot and we don't actually really even know what to do. There's not a, I think there's 250 kids in the whole school, but mm-hmm. still, I mean, so it's going to happen there. Like it's inevitable, right? That's why this is so depressing. I know it's, it's really hard. And it's just, it's just sad to see kids on every age, just, you know, not being having a summer where they can't even hang out with their friends at the pool. It's just sad. I know. It's, it's, it's so depressing. And sad for us because we have to hang out with them all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's take a quick break and let's hear from some of our sponsors. So, okay, how do you find balance at all? Do you find any balance between, you know, working from home, writing, producing, performing, or doing all of these things while isolating with your kids? Is your husband home with you? Because you work together, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I woke up this morning giggling when I looked at my husband again. I was like, oh, we're still here. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no. I don't know about you guys, but getting through each day and then finding any time to be 
creative is incredibly hard. And I feel like what we're, yeah. we're four months in. And I said to him the other day, I think I'm finally ready to write something. And we need to, we need, hmm. yeah, like it's time. And I think the problem is, and I don't know about you guys, but the other issue is, is we've lost babysitters. And so if they're not away during school yeah. or camp and I can't hire a babysitter in the evening, there is no more free time. And I used to write right. with him. Uh, I would take off like a week of my day job and we would write a new pilot or, you know what I mean? And every night I was out telling right. jokes. And so it, my either my husband was home or my mom was was home. And so because if he was working or whatever, but now my mom can't babysit. No one can babysit. So I, mm-hmm. I, it's really, really, and by the time they finally go to bed, you know, I'm too exhausted to even think to like sit down with him. So I don't know. I, yep. I think I just got to a point where I realized my depression level was low enough that like, if I don't start creating something, I'm going to be sad. So even if it's an mm-hmm. hour a day, even if I have to somehow say, look, let's start restructuring the day where you take the kids for an hour bike ride. So I'm alone and I can focus and then totally. vice versa, right? Yeah. Even if it's just in an hour chunk of time, which, you know, we used to get longer periods, but he can handle taking them mm-hmm. out down the street or he'll go surfing with them. And then I have a whole two hours, which means I might even get a little masturbation yeah. in, you know what I mean? Something. So yes, yes, yes. yeah. It's out. It's so important because you still have to fill that part of you because that creativity almost just drives you in life. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. putting like a I don't know, a blanket on that just it, it, where are you anymore? I totally agree with that. I make Evan take the kids for a walk too. I'm like, okay, go for a walk, even if it's like thirty minutes. I'm like, I just need to do something, write something, sing something. I need to do something or else I just don't feel like, like, I don't know. I'm just, yeah. I just feel stagnant. Absolutely. And here's the deal. And this is what I would say, if you're fortunate enough to be raising kids with another person, because I can't even imagine doing it as a single person. I mean, uh, my heart goes out to anyone who has to do this by themselves. But the best part about having someone else and, and, if you let them do something for you and you say, I want to do it for you back, that sort of balance of, oh, I want to give you two hours alone too, because this makes our family time have more quality because I'm less burnt out. And I was doing that. That was Mm -hmm. when the kids, my kids were your kids' age. And I was nursing all night long and the one breastfeeding in the middle of the night. And I turned to him and I was like, every morning, like every Saturday and Sunday on the weekends, how about you take the kids out from like 7am to 9am so I feel like I get to sleep in. And, That's and, so important. Right. And like, I will return the favor. Like, and, and I mean this sincerely, and I hope you don't mind that I'm this dirty of a person, but like, I return favors by blowjobs. Like, absolutely. You let me sleep in, I will blow you. You're a better person than me. <laughs> <laughs> it is taxing, but I You're will, a better wife. No, no, no. I'm not a better wife. I, I'm going to tell you, you married <laughs> wrong if you didn't marry someone who's a premature ejaculator. That is the key to maintaining a good relationship is that all 60 <laughs> seconds of me dedicating myself to him is totally worth two hours of a sleep in, you know, like if you marry 100%, yeah, you just yeah. get a quick comer and then the relationship works out really well. <laughs> <laughs> That's what is. If I were to now ordain someone at a wedding, if I was now giving a wedding speech, like that would be what I'd say. <laughs> That's my I mean, it's a great advice. <laughs> it's probably the best advice. advice anyone, the reality should be giving, you know what I mean? Sex definitely helps relationships be stronger. 
Yeah. In every way, even if it's just your mouth doing it. Even if it's um, yeah, quarantine well, the time, you know? <laughs> right. Well, um, where can people uh, find your comedy special and find more about you, your Instagram, everything? Where can we find you? You can find me in my bedroom these days, crying. <laughs> um, other than that, uh, on Instagram, I am at Nick Blaine, and that's just N-I-C-B-L-A-I-N-E. Um, and my special, Life's a Bit, you can get it. You can go through my website, NicoleBlaine.com, but it's also on Amazon or iTunes or other weird places you can find it. Well, it's so funny. Oh, and thanks. thank you so much for coming on and making us laugh. Oh, you Because so everyone welcome. needs that right now. I We're all just yeah, sad. Yeah, use it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you. I love doing it. Stay strong out there. You too. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, Um, I'm going to have to go check out her YouTube and watch more of her clips because I do feel like I could use a good laugh today. So, Oh my gosh. It's it's, seriously, that special is so, so funny. Um, Everybody seriously go check it out. You're, you're going to laugh like a lot, a lot, a lot. You're going to belly laugh which is the best kind of laughs unless you're pregnant like you. And then maybe it would hurt to belly laugh. Is it going to hurt? Uh, anyway, maybe I might pee myself like we were talking about. So. Oh yeah. You but probably, you know will. what? Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening as always and hanging out with us. I hope you enjoyed this episode and make sure you're subscribed. Please rate us five stars. If you love us, we would appreciate it. It makes it easier for other moms, anyone out there who wants to listen to our podcast to find us. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Yes. And please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All too, because everybody needs a good laugh. Um, Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Thank you guys. Love you. Bye, guys.